0: She's not here to judge, she's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. I'm Lisa Davis, along with Andrea Donsky, who is not here today though, she is off. And, you know, my daughter and I used to watch this show when she was little called Sid the Science Kid. And they have this song about trees, beautiful trees. And we sing it all the time. (laughs) And we're so blessed to live in an area that is full of trees. Maybe I'll sing it towards the end. And a woman who loves trees is here now to join us. I'm so excited to have her. We have the fantastic Alice Peck. And we're going to be talking about how trees can teach us about being mindful and so much more. Hi, Alice. Hi! Thank you so much
1: for having me. Really, it's great to be here. Oh,
0: it's so nice to have you on. I love your book, Be More Tree. I think we learn so much from trees, and I love how you talk about how every tree tells a complete and ongoing story. When did you realize this power of trees? It started for me,
1: actually. I mean, I've always liked trees. I was always a kid who you know spent time in the woods and climbed trees, but. I became kind of riveted by them in 2012. I live in a neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York, called Red Hook, and it's kind of like a seaside village. It's a weird little corner of Brooklyn. <laughs> and in 2012, we had this horrible... Well, our little house is located right under a giant maple tree, and it's a big part of our lives. It's just, it's always present. It's, you know, we're excited in the fall when it turns color, and then in the spring when it blooms. And it's always been a part of our family's life. And then in 2012, when Hurricane Sandy happened, we were evacuated because we're right by the water. And as much as I was worried about the house, I was worried about the tree 10 times more. It was like, because it's at least 100 years old. It's been there a long time, and it's mm. just such a you know, it's a beautiful, powerful, potent thing. So we were evacuated. It was a horrible thing for our neighborhood. Lots of people suffered, and I don't want to diminish that at all. But when I came home, the first thing I did was look and see if the tree was there, if it had survived. And many trees didn't, but ours did. And it was just, you know, it was a hard time for everybody in our community, and it gave me a certain kind of hope and optimism. So I started taking pictures of it every morning at sunrise when I would wake up, and it became part of my meditation practice, I would wake up in the morning, and I would just look at the tree for a second, and it's like trees are ubiquitous, they're all over the place, but we don't always stop and really pay attention to them, and by paying attention to that tree, by stopping and looking and taking a photograph, it helped me get grounded in myself, in my world, and in the world at large,
0: and from that
1: experience, I started thinking and thinking about trees,
0: Oh, I that's such a nice story i'm I'm so sorry for the loss and for other people what's what happened, but I'm really glad that you still have that that lovely tree you know it's funny i I left California about sixteen years ago to come mm. you know to the Boston area, and I was very ambivalent, never lived in humid weather, never lived in cold weather didn't want to leave. And when I got here, the the thing that comforted me was the trees, really. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have a job. My husband had gotten a really nice job and and we had a place to live, but I was very lonely. So I would drive around to all the beautiful areas and eventually I got a dog and we would just drive around and I was just amazed at the beauty here in this area and I just love it. And it was like trees are the thing that helped me feel grounded in in a very different sort of environment.
1: Oh, I love that story. And it's true. I mean,
0: saplings
1: yeah. give us one sense of being, seeing a dying tree rotting and new stuff growing in it, fungus, mushrooms, it teaches us a whole other kind of lesson. And they're they're so accessible too. It's like you don't need special pants or to have, you know, you don't <laughs> have to go to a practice center or anything to connect to yeah. a tree. You can just stop and look at it and take a deep breath. Pretty simple.
0: It is. And I think that can really help people who, especially like me, I tend to have monkey mind. But when I can go to the woods and, you know, I have to say the summers are challenging for me because the mosquitoes are so insane (laughs) and I swell up from bites and the ticks. I have two other dogs. My other wonderful dog who was first with me has passed on. But anyway, so I haven't been going to the woods and I really feel a difference in the summer. And this morning it was cool out. And I thought, thank goodness fall is coming because, man, I am going to be back in those woods with my dogs like the second those ticks. (laughs) at least the mosquitoes go away but even just looking out my studio window it's incredible like i had there's so much green and it's really does make a difference in in your life what do you want people to take away from your book be more tree
1: um oh gosh i think really just sort of stop slow down and pay attention and there are all kinds and just stop i guess really gratitude. Stop taking things for granted. Mm. And trees are a great way. They're always there, you know, or almost always there. They're a great way to just almost be a visual cue. Like, okay, just stop, stop taking things for granted and be grateful. And there's all this crazy research, amazing research about neuroscience in, you know, by neuroscientists right now, about how gratitude can actually have an impact on our minds and rewire our brains and even those studies i think coming out of university of california and university of washington about how gratitude can ease depression and anxiety and insomnia and it's, it's so again it's such a simple easy thing to do but so by stopping and looking at a tree and just being grateful it's like you know thank you for the shade thank you for the moment you know turning off the chatter in your mind just that moment just pause where you step a little bit out of yourself, you're grateful for just being there in that moment. It can be amazing. Um, and it can make us you know, better citizens of the planet. It might make us better physically. And I'm sure it can make us better mentally and spiritually. I'm pretty convinced of that.
0: Oh, I totally agree. You know, the the thing, too, about being on the East Coast is the changing of the seasons. I mean, the fall is so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yet, to me, there's nothing prettier than when you see a tree that looks like it was painted when it has like that white stripe down it from the snow and you go through the woods and every single tree has that white stripe on it. And then the snow is like falling gently off the leaves or it's frozen onto the, the pine cones or the pine needles. There's nothing to me. That's like the most beautiful thing. I love that. And it's so soothing.
1: I agree. It's magical. And even though it's not as good for trees, sometimes when you get an ice storm and the yeah. trees are encased in ice, it's like a fairyland. Oh. It's so oh, it is pretty. Um, but also just it the really hope that comes it. when the trees start blooming again. I, mm-hmm. I, that's my favorite. When you start feeling, smelling that green in the air and you look up and it's like, oh, yes. You know, yay, spring yeah, is back. Isn't
0: that. that nice? I know I have to say, living on the East Coast, though, November and March are kind of tough. Because mm-hmm. it's like all the leaves are gone, and it's been cold too long, and you're like, "Please, but w- yeah." Once the green comes back, and it seems like it's really like one day you look out the window and there's nothing, and then you see these little buds, and then all of a sudden all the leaves are back, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what? Wait, let's slow down and take this in, right? <laughs> Not take
1: it absolutely, and especially if you endure hard East Coast or Midwestern winters. It's yeah. almost like you earned yes. it. It's like, okay, I made it through another winter, and look what I get." You know, apple blossoms <laughs> so- and dogwood and
0: yeah. what, what um, was it like for you writing the book It must. we only have about 60 seconds I apologize okay. so just in terms of was it cathartic for you did it help you get even more in touch with your love of trees it was absolutely cathartic it
1: absolutely I learned so much about trees and it also taught me how much more I have to learn I mean it's just it's a vast big world and I'm no scientist I'm no botanist I just am a person who loves trees and books and that's what be more tree is really
0: well alice tell us all the ways we can learn more about you and your wonderful work oh thank you
1: um i'm on instagram is be more tree i'm on facebook is red hook tree which is red hook is the neighborhood i live in
0: and that's it oh go ahead Oh, that's wonderful! All right, I so said I would sing for a second. Beautiful trees, you know we love them. You should look for the song on uh, PBS Kids. Beautiful trees, we need more of them, and then it goes on and on. You would love the song, Alice. Well, Alice, I think you're such a gem. You'll have to come back. I want to thank everyone for listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Be sure to check out Be More Trees, Alice Peck, Just such a lovely person. I hope everyone will check us out on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy, go out, go for a walk, soak in the sunshine. Even if it's raining, go look at the trees. They will make you feel better. Thank you so much again. Take care and stay well.